Father, blessed in he that you have sent, the King of Israel, my Lord and my King, blessed be the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, for all that you have done and will continue to do for your great namesake. Hosanna, Father, Hosanna. In Jesus' name, amen. I think we're going to start off today's episode entitled Hosanna, number 92, with a reading of today's Psalm 92, verses 4 through 6. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. Now, I don't expect very many fools at all uh, to tune into today's episode, but I pray that many would anyways, and that they would become wise through the scriptures and understand the work of the Lord and how great it is. I saw a recent post that was uh, constructed by Andrew Torba, the CEO of Gab, and in this article, his most recent article, he says, I looked everywhere for a response from so-called Christian leaders, and at best I found silence, while at worst I found those supporting the trans community community instead of our own brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, uh, someone obviously does not follow a gospeled content because this claim that he has looked everywhere is, is very faulty uh, to begin with. There are Christian leaders out there that are speaking up, even on your platform, Brother Torba. And I had tagged him in a note this morning, and I said, you might want to start looking for the Christian leadership that exists on your own platform, regardless if they critique your content or not. Sincerely, a Christian leader. Because there are more than just a Brother Torba that are speaking up against these uh, things today. Uh, there are many who have a desire for righteousness. There are many who are crying out, Hosanna! Many that are crying out, Hosanna, whether they understand what the word means or not. GodQuestions.org explains this word rather well. says, Hosanna is often thought of as a declaration of praise similar to hallelujah, but it is actually a plea for salvation. The Hebrew root words are found in Psalm 118.25, which says, Save us, we pray, O Lord. The Hebrew words, Yasha, deliver, save, and Anna, beg, beseech, combine to form the word that in English is Hosanna. Literally, Hosanna means I beg you to save or, or please deliver us. Oh, that we would be crying out Hosanna today. Why? And this is why I find this to be such a fitting title for today's episode. Because there are they, them demons all around us that we need to be delivered from. Listen to this clip. We either choose the habitation that is found in Psalm 91, 9, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, or the habitation in 
Revelation 18.2, and he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. One of two habitations, the habitation of the Lord or the habitation of devils. Choose wisely. Now I want to bring us to reading outside of our reading today so that we can understand this they them culture a little bit better and i want to bring us to mark chapter 5 beginning in verse 2 and when he was come out of the ship immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit it's here that we see that confrontation with the they them culture is nothing new it's nothing new it has not went away I don't care what the psychological associations tell us. I don't care about all of the propaganda that wants us to believe that it's some sort of fiction. This culture exists and it's demonic. And this culture has a fascination with death and it's no longer bound in America. And this is why we must cry out, Hosanna. Verse 3, who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. I found a scholarly article by Ashley Austin that was posted by the Journal of Interpersonal Violence, volume 33, number 5 through 6. And in this article, she or he states, data indicate that 82% of transgender individuals have considered killing themselves and 40% have attempted suicide, with suicidality highest among transgender youth using minority stress theory and the interpersonal theory of suicide. This study aims to better understand suicide risk among transgender youth. Now, it seems that in the recent past, that many men have attempted to intervene, and not only in the recent past, but throughout history, uh, to intervene in these matters with a goal of normalizing within man's power or even taming, as we read in verse 4, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken pieces, neither could any man tame him. So there was... <laughs> there there was no, nothing within the power of men uh, to tame, uh, to normalize uh, these people that are tormented by this they-them culture, these demons. And what we have found is that self-mutilation is a signature behavior in verse 5. And always night and day he was in the mountains in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. Another scholarly article entitled Self-Injury Common Among Transgender Youth posted on smsna.org states that many transgender youth engage in non-suicidal self-injury, such as cutting, punching, and scratching oneself, according to a new journal of sexual medicine report. It goes on to say, in a study of 268 trans young people between the ages of 17 and 25, 46% had injured themselves at least once in their lives. Almost 29% had injured themselves in the previous few months. Now, despite all of this 
that has been written by these scholarly works. The demonic needs access to live hosts. So it doesn't want them dead. It needs to keep them alive long enough to find a new host. Therefore, this preservation of these hosts becomes a necessity. And no wonder why we read a tweet by Our Rights DC, who just canceled a meeting, a gathering, a protest that was supposed to happen yesterday, I believe in Washington, D.C. They said this action is not happening due to credible threat to life and safety. So here we see that they're concerned with life and safety. And it's a five-part tweet. And in the fifth part, it says, In our continued efforts to preserve trans and non-binary life, we have notified the appropriate agencies. So they want to keep these hosts alive. But not the hosts that they have no potential to possess That is for sure. And it's here that we have seen, unfortunately and sadly, that non-potential hosts are expendable, such as the Christian lives that were gunned down at this recent Christian elementary school in Nashville, Tennessee. Colin Rugg had tweeted, This little girl tried saving her friends by pulling a fire alarm when she heard the Nashville shooter coming. She was shot and killed. Her name was Evelyn. This just, you know, beautiful little heroic girl is pictured in this tweet as well. Her name is Evelyn, and she gave her life. She laid down her life for her fellow elementary friends. She was shot and killed by demons, the they-them culture. Then the psychological community wants to say it's an emotional disorder. A mental health problem. The same Colin Rugg had tweeted, Breaking trans Nashville shooter Audrey Hale was under doctor's care for an emotional disorder. And then he says that America has a mental health problem. No, Colin, America has a spiritual health problem. Now, I will not rule out the potential for emotional and mental health disorders, but why does this society rule out the spiritual disorder that we are clearly facing in this country today? We are spiritually broke. So so, so one asks, well, what is the solution? I'll tell you what the solution is. Jesus, it's, Jesus has always been the solution, the king of Israel. And we must cry out Hosanna to him if there's going to be any hope of salvation from this demonic they-them culture that that we are experiencing today. So in order to understand this soul solution, our society must understand this spiritual dimension that we are up against. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. This is a dimension that far exceeds the mental and emotional domain. This is a domain that no man other than the Son of Man has power over. Mark 5, 6, But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. It's here that we see the unclean spirits were only concerned about their personal space and being undisturbed, their self-preservation. They, 
They can care less about mankind. They're parasites. So no wonder their followers do the exact same thing as they siphon and they suck the blood of their hosts. Torment me not, they say. Yet they tormented their hosts incessantly until Jesus comes by to accomplish what no man could accomplish, which was to bring peace to a possessed soul. The same they-them culture had stormed the Nashville, the Tennessee capital, seeking the same. Torment us not. Let us be in peace so that we can torment our hosts. Mark 5, 8, for he said unto them, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Listen to this clip. Jesus did not kneel before demons. He exercised them. Verse 9, And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Now, did Jesus know the name of this man already? Did he know that he, he was possessed by many devils? Of course, Jesus did. Otherwise, Jesus would not have known that the man was possessed in the first place. And it seems that the Lord also knew that there was a leader among these devils. When he told the unclean spirit to pack his bags, gather his troops, and leave the man. So here it's, we, we see that we need a good old-fashioned exorcism in this country. But instead, we're kneeling to demons. And why are these devils so attracted to America in the first place? In this country that is spoken of in Mark chapter 5. It's clearly because that part of the world along with this part of the world today provides many hosts. A Babylon of sorts, no doubt. Verse 10, and, and he besought him much that he would not send them out of the country. And as long as they, them, are allowed to continue to reside within this country, they will continue to shout. Hey, say, 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 Therefore, all the matter, we should shout, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. As these... People who were dressed in demonic suits, one even wearing devil horns in this very tweet that was posted by Jack Posobiec with the caption that reads, trans protesters scream and chant after storming Kentucky Capitol. <laughs> they even have signs that say that what the, cap the Kentucky Capitol is doing is evil and trying to protect the children from this they-them evil that we are seeing today. Revelation 18.2, And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils. And the hold of every foul spirit in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And I'm convinced, I'm convinced that America has reached this sort. With the host of souls to possess in this country, a swine stay is a mere overnight hotel stay comes with its own disruptiveness as we've seen within this country's economy that we read about today. In verse 11, Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, 
that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. But here we see they, they were happy because they were still in this country. A country that no doubt, doubt rejected the goodness and the grace of Almighty God. And why we see that there are a people that are not concerned with the demonic. Uh, they, why? Because they were concerned with their pockets. They were concerned, how can we milk it? How can we feed these people pharmaceuticals and call it mental disease and, and emotional trauma? No doubt some of it is linked to this, but I'm here to tell you there's peace to be found in Jesus Christ. And they didn't want Jesus. And they didn't want his peace because it, Jesus and his peace affected their bottom line. And this is the reason why they did not cry out, Hosanna. Save us. Mark 5, Mark 5, 14. And they that fled the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was, what was done. They were angry about this. And nor do they want the word of God affecting their bottom line either. Just re recently, a conservative commentator by the name of Michael Knowles was suspended from Twitter for a Bible verse. They don't even want Bible verses on Twitter. Listen to this clip from Michael. You want to talk about social media censorship? I discovered last night that I had been banned from Twitter. I, I am suspended until I delete a tweet. I said, me? What did I say? I guess I say controversial things sometimes. I don't think they're really controversial, but in our crazy culture, they are. So what, what was the offending tweet that got me suspended? I kid you not. I was suspended from Twitter for quoting the Bible. Only quoting the Bible. I didn't, it was in a, a quote tweet about vengeance, but I'd, all I said was a direct quote from the Bible. I was quoting St. Paul, who himself was quoting Deuteronomy. And here's the kicker. My, my citation here was, beloved, Never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So <laughs> for quoting the Bible, saying, do not avenge yourselves, I have been suspended for violating Twitter's rules against violent speech. <laughs> because up is down, and men are women, and peaceful speech Speech urging peace is now considered violent. Verses 15 through 17, And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. In his right mind! And they were afraid. It's here that we see that they're afraid of a people who are in their right mind. Those people who have cried out, Hosanna, and have been saved by the grace of Almighty God. Verse 16, And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And verse 17, They began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. They wanted him gone. Therefore the freed man said the, the once 
demonic, possessed man says, if Jesus must go, I am going with him. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said in verse 18, and when he was coming to the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Yet Jesus had worked for this man to do in his own country. He wanted to leave. And believe me, friends, sometimes I get feel the same way myself when I see that there's very little interest in the things of God. And I'm thankful for all of those who do who are growing in their faith, and I and I pray even for my own children that they will grow in their faith, knowing that the Lord is is gracious, He's merciful, He is long suffering towards us, and He allows our faith the space to grow. But we we might want to start crying out Hosanna sometime soon, beginning with today, that our country might be saved. If we're going to stay here and continue to work. We've sent many missionaries around the world, and, I, and I'm, I'm afraid that we've reached a point in time that we need missionaries sent here. And there are people who are standing up for the Word of God, not just uh, Brother Torba. And I do appreciate, again, what he does. Verse 19, How bite Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. It's here, my friends, that we find that sex changes are not the solution. This is madness. Spiritual change in Christ is the solution, and it begins with Hosanna, and this is compassion. Verse 20, and he departed, and he began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him, and all the men did marvel. Oh, that men would begin to marvel again in this country called America. How have we arrived to such a state where society celebrates sex changes? More than the spiritual change in Christ that I preach to you today. And it really is as simple as, as our reading today. It really is, is as simple as who your king is. And we'll go back to John 149. Nathaniel knew who his king was and is. Nathaniel answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. The same king of Israel that Peter addressed the Antichrist men of Israel. The men of Antichrist Israel. And I address the same today that promote the they-them culture that resist Christ because the time of ignorance is long past and you must bow before your king and cry out with Hosanna with the rest of the people, the rest of the Israel of God. Acts 3, 12 through 20. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, you men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look you so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob and the God of our fathers hath glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the prince of life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name 
through faith in him, in his name, hath made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that through ignorance you did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God had before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent! You therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before which was preached unto you. So my friends, the choice is presented to you today just as it was presented to the physical seed of Abraham who have always been the first to receive the gospel. They just also happen to be the first to reject it. You have a choice, my friends, to cry out and say Hosanna with the Israel of God or to cry out with the they-them culture that desires to remove this grace from our coast, this very grace of God from our coast. I'll close with verses 22 through 26, Acts chapter 3. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which shall not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many have spoken, have likewise foretold you of these days. You are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, In thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. And here, my friends, we find what Hosanna is all about. Delivering us from these very iniquities. Saving us from our own sin. The same sin that the they-them culture desires to destroy you and I with. I pray that this episode of Gospeled was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.